Hey, what's up, guys? It's Lisa A. Smith. Welcome back to the Black Health Academy podcast platform. I am the founder of the Black Health Academy. If this is your first time tuning in, thank you so much for joining us. Um, Please make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. We drop an episode every Wednesday and we drop a short 60 second tip of the week every Friday. So if you want to come get this health, stay locked in to the motivation, inspiration, and information that's required for you to take your health to the next level. Make sure you subscribe here to the Black Health Academy podcast. Um, the episode that you're about to hear today is a replay from a live broadcast that I recently did on social media, and it's all about investing in yourself. I'm very transparent with my students about how and why I regularly invest in myself, and a lot of the objections I hear when students are considering investing in themselves, I want to address in today's talk. So I hope you enjoy this replay. Make sure you visit W www.theblackhealthacademy.com to not only enroll in the Black Health Academy, which is a complimentary membership, but to also register for our monthly live nutrition class every first Saturday of the month entitled Get Planted, an introduction to a whole food plant-based lifestyle. So if you're ready to really take your health to the next level by starting with what you're eating, then you definitely want to be in our first Saturday classes. So again, go to www.theblackhealthacademy.com. Academy.com in order to register for first Saturdays and also if you aren't already to get enrolled into the Black Health Academy so you can get access to all of our master classes, our introductory course to a plant-based diet, and all of the value we have inside of our academy for our academics. You know, the academy's mission is to eradicate the most common chronic health challenges which disproportionately impact people of color. So um, make sure if, you know, you are battling with health challenges that you know are reversible, that you know you don't have to be suffering from, that you get in an ecosystem that is designed to serve you. All right. Now, let's get on with today's episode. Hey, 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 welcome back, welcome back, Uh, excited to talk today about the power of investing in yourself and the value of investing in yourself. I have heard many, many times over throughout the last several months and years, um, people's hesitation about investing in themselves. So today I want to share two reasons why investing in yourself is so difficult. I want to share two reasons why investing in yourself is so difficult. Listen, if you are have been enjoying the value you're getting from these live sessions, from this platform, if maybe you um, hop in in the middle and you find yourself not being able to catch these live talks, because you know when I when I'm ready to go, I'm ready to go. Like I'm on all cylinders firing. So. If you find yourself enjoying this content that I'm sharing, I want to encourage you to follow me over at the Black Health Academy podcast. So we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, we're on SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Um, So if you want to make sure you catch the replays of these talks and maybe you just want the audio um, so you have that control of your phone and your phone don't have to stay on Instagram or Facebook, um, I post the replays of these talks on the Black Health Academy podcast. So just search for the Black Health Academy podcast to listen to the replays of these talks. Okay, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Today is 
two reasons, two main reasons why investing in yourself is so difficult. And let me tell you the catalyst for this conversation today, okay? So um, as many of you know, I have two signature coaching programs, Farm to Table Plant-Based Coaching Program and the other 23 Plant-Based Nutrition and Coaching Certification. And in both of my signature coaching programs, an application is required and a suitability interview is required in order for you to get accepted into the program. And so during these suitability interviews, I'm constantly having conversations with individuals um, about what their desire is for their health or for their career if they're applying for the certification. And I'm having these really intimate conversations about the next steps they want to take on their journey and, you know, kind of just some hesitations around taking those steps. And one of the questions that I ask individuals during the, during these suitability interviews is around what, if any, potential challenges do they feel may come up in us being able to move forward. And I surprisingly, one of the responses I get on a consistent basis to that question is me. (laughs) They say, I say, what challenges, you know, may prevent us from helping you to lose the weight, put your diabetes in remission, get your blood pressure down and reverse your sleep apnea, for example. And they'll say, you know, they'll like, you know, proverbially raise their hand and say, I might get in my own way. And I've heard this response over and over again, meaning there's nothing really outside of me externally in my life that is stopping me from taking this next step and investing in myself. There's nothing externally or impending in my life that's really going to impede my ability to perform in this program or show up for myself except for me. And I'm like, wow, like, if you really think about that answer, you know, when you're thinking about how long maybe you've been battling this challenge, um, when you think about how long you've been considering taking your career to the next level, um, and really investing in your education, whatever it is, the fact that you're self aware enough to say I might be the one who gets in my own way that I am, I am, I have been historically the problem. It's kind of a, a, big serious thing if you really think about it, right? And so not only do they acknowledge that they have been historically getting in their own way, they also acknowledge that going forward, it could happen again, right? Like going forward, I don't 100% trust myself to execute on the level which is required to get the results. I don't trust myself to execute to enough to finally lose the weight and keep it off. Maybe they've had success getting the weight off, but not keeping the weight off, right? I don't necessarily trust myself to adopt a plant-based diet, like to give up the animal products and not go back to them, right? They, they, they're admitting that I am the problem, right? I don't trust myself to take this step and invest in my business and this certification because historically I don't finish what I start. So what these individuals are sharing with me during these suitability interviews is that I have been my own problem. I'm getting I'm getting in my own way. And even though I'm sitting here considering investing in you as a coach or investing in your program to take me to the next step, um, I don't necessarily trust myself to do that. And so sometimes um, what happens is they decide not to move forward. They decide not to invest in themselves. And so there's two main reasons that I've been able to identify with working with individuals and just 
being in this, you know, plant-based health coaching game for so many years, there's two main reasons that I've identified why investing in, in ourselves is so, so difficult. I'm really transparent with my students and my program, specifically in the other 23 in the certification. We have really good intimate conversations in there. And I'm really transparent with my students and my certification about why and how I invest in myself. Like investing in myself is a non-negotiable. So when I say investing in myself, what I'm speaking of is anything that has to do with continuing education, anything that has to do with professional development, anything that has to do with my health and overall well-being. So investing in myself can be hiring anything from a personal trainer to a chef to prepare my meals to someone to clean my house to investing in a business coach, to investing in a health coach, um, to investing in a therapist or anything else for my mental health. It could be investing in a conference that I want to go to to learn more uh, in my in my career. So there's, you guys all know, there's just like a multitude of ways to invest in yourself. And so let me break down really quickly two main reasons why individuals have a, a, a hard, hard time investing in themselves, okay? All right. So the first reason people have a, a, a challenge investing in themselves is because they think that self-awareness is a qualification to solve their problems. So here's what I mean. Most people, especially people in my ecosystem, like people who watch me, listen to me, who are on my email list, listen to my podcast. These are typically black women who are really, really smart. And we know just from the statistics in the United States that black women are some of the most educated um, group of people in this country. Like we are so highly educated. We're degreed. We're certified. We have years of experience. We, you know, we are managers. We are supervisors. We are C-suite executives. And most importantly, we're entrepreneurs. And so what happens is you have this really, really intellectual and smart group of people. And what happens with really smart, intellectual people who are able to absorb and process information really quickly is they typically, one characteristic that's typically common among these really smart women is that they're typically really self-aware. And so really self-aware individuals, that means that they're able to self-assess typically at a higher level than the average person. So self-assessing is really speaking to your ability to observe, be observant of your own behavior, be observant, observant of your own patterns, be observe, be observant of um, kind of what what's broken and what needs to be corrected in your life. Right. And so these really smart intellectual women have this really, really high level of self awareness. And the first reason why investing in yourself um, is a challenge and so difficult for you is because you think this high level of self-awareness that you have is a qualifier to solve the problem that your smart self has identified. So what that means is like a lot of a lot of people in my audience, they can like look at their own health. So one common, common thing among sophisticated, educated, successful black women is that they are um, likely to be overweight, right? For a multitude of reasons. One, they've been pouring into everybody else but themselves for so many years. 
you know, two, they, you know, decided to prioritize career, financial stability, familial stability over themselves. And so as a result, you know, they have this excess weight on their body, right? And so what happens is they want to lose the weight. And, you know, they've kind of gotten to a point where they're finally fed up. But they know, for example, that part of the reason they don't have the weight off is because they have a sugar addiction. They're like, I know what my problem is. And so this level of self-awareness tells them that, you know, I don't need to invest anywhere in order to solve this weight problem because I know what my problem is. If I just need to stop eating sugar, I need to stay out of the drive-throughs. I need to stop eating so much takeout. And so they say, I, I, I get what my problem is. Like, eating these refined carbs, eating this, you know, processed fried food, eating all of this sugar late at night, you know, or during the day, I don't care when you eat sugar, is always bad. But these really smart women, they say the reason I'm overweight is because I don't eat right, essentially. And I know to get the weight off and to keep the weight off, all I need to do is change my diet. Okay, so this is how they assess the problem. This is the conclusion that they come to in order to solve the problem. They say, boom, I need to lose about 40 pounds, 50 pounds, 60 pounds, whatever. But I know I'm not drinking water like I'm supposed to. I know I'm not eating fruits and vegetables like I'm supposed to. Certainly not working out as consistently or as um, intensely as I'm supposed to. So I don't need to invest in myself because I know my problem. Like, why would I invest into a health coach if, if I know all I need to do is change my diet? And here's where it gets worse. They assess it even worse because they say, I've done it before. This is where it gets good. They're like, when I buckled down last time, right, and really started drinking my water, got all the junk out of the house, made time to make my meals, I lost weight. If only I could revisit that and do that again, I would solve my own problem. And so they, they, their self-awareness, their high level of self-awareness and ability to self-assess makes them believe, makes them falsely believe that they're qualified to solve the problem. It seems really black and white to these really sophisticated individuals. Like, here's my problem. Here's how I solved it before. Here's all I need to do to solve it again and return to that season, okay? But here's why that doesn't work, okay? It's because self-awareness and the ability to self-assess, it does not make you qualified to solve the problem. But that's the first main reason why people don't invest in themselves is because they see their ability to self-assess as a qualifier, being able to acknowledge and identify the problem, and with these really smart individuals, not only can they acknowledge and identify the problem, they super sweet are at articulating it. So they would trick you <laughs> with their grammar, with their dialect, with their education, and they will break down to you in the most sophisticated intellectual way of what their problem is and how all the stuff they need to do to take it. And so that they think with their smart selves that they're now qualified. And I'm talking to you, okay? You think with your smart self that you're qualified to solve your own problem because you are so educated and smart at articulating it. But let me give you an example. Let me give you an example, okay? 
Come on, Michelle, you better get this. You better get this help today. Michelle said, whoa, <laughs> listen, let me tell you, let me give you an example. It's just like if you're driving down the highway and your tire goes flat, right? And like, you like, oh snap, you know, I need to pull over to the side of the road. Or you get in your car, you know, you walk out your house, you walk to your driveway, you get in your car and the car doesn't start. The lights flicker on the dashboard a little bit and the car doesn't start, right? So when a car doesn't start and you see that no lights or anything are coming on inside of the car, you're like, oh, it must be my battery. My battery must, must have died, right? Or if you're driving on a highway and you feel one side of your car kind of suddenly drop and you hear maybe a little pop or something, you pull over to the side of the road, you're in instantly like, it's my tire, right? So think about this. Like this has happened to all of us at some point or another, right? Our car doesn't start, our tire goes out or we roll over something and get a flat tire and we pull over to the side of the road, right? And then, you know, we have insurance. So you pull out your AAA card or your insurance card or your roadside assistance in your vehicle and you call them, right? And you tell them what the problem is, right? You're like, my car don't start. I'm in my driveway. I think it's my battery. Or I'm on the side of the road. I heard something pop. The front end of my car dropped down a little bit. It's my tire, right? And what happens is, even though you're able to articulate your, the problem in that moment, you're still on the phone or on the line with the person who needs to solve it. You're smart enough in that moment to know, here's my problem, but I also know I don't know how to change a battery. When I go to the hardware store, I don't know what battery to ask for. I don't know how to screw it and get it out of the engine. Or maybe when it comes to your tire, I see it's flat. Like I see the problem. You might even be looking at the nail in the tire. Right. And you're like, but I don't know how to jack the car up. I don't know how to screw things off. You know, if you got a foreign car like me, you got to find the wheel lock thingy and all that crap. Right. And so you're like, I don't know. I know what my problem is. Right. Mr. Or Mrs. Triple A. But I, I still need you to come. I still need you to come and fix it. Right. And so but we don't apply. We don't apply that same ideology to our own personal health or to our own personal finances, to our own personal life. You say, like, I know I'm overweight. I know I have a sugar addiction. But you don't get on the phone with a coach or on a suitability interview with a coach and admit that you don't know how to fix it. You figure because you know the problem, you know how to solve it. I need you to start treating your health just like that flat tire, just like that dead battery. I know what it is. And you still could be wrong. Right. I suspect what it is. I suspect what it is. I need you to, Mr. Triple A, one, come confirm it. And then if I'm right, fix it. Right. I need you guys to do the same thing with your weight. I need you to do the same thing with your eating habits. I need you to do the same thing with that diagnosis you just got. I need you to do the same thing with your stomach issues, them headaches you having, that insomnia that you got. I need you to do the same thing. I need you to get on the phone with a coach. And say, here's what I think my problem is, but I would love for you to confirm it, right, through your proven process and your years of experience, and then help me fix it. And then help me fix it. I need you to apply the same thing you do to your car as a woman to your health. You are not qualified. Self-awareness of the problem does not make you qualified to solve the problem. Thank you, Tiffany. She said that's so good. Great analogy. Thanks, Tiff. 
right? Self-awareness of the problem does not make you qualified to solve the problem. Because what happens, sometimes the mechanic comes and they'd be like, ma'am, it wasn't your battery. After all, it was your starter. You, your, your assumption of the problem is that it's just that. It's an assumption. You could be dead ass wrong. It's just an assumption. You're like, I think I know what it is because the lights flickered. This happened. And when I had a similar issue in the past, it was the battery. So maybe it's the battery this time. But let me tell you, that's exactly what happens in your health. When you enroll with me and farm the table and you you do take that leap to invest in yourself, as we're going through the process and as you're going through the curriculum and as you're getting coached by me and my team, you come into farm the table thinking your problem was a sugar addiction or cheese or dairy addiction. And you're coming into this plant-based coaching program thinking, okay, I already know what my problem is. You know, I am wise enough to admit that I can't solve it. But let me tell you what happens more times than not when our students come into Farm the Table. They get into the program and start going through the process and surrendering to the process, and they realize that they misdiagnosed the whole problem. They think they're coming in to learn sugar substitutes. They think they're coming in to learn how they can enjoy cheese in a different plant-based way without the dairy. They don't realize that their addiction to sugar or their addiction to salt or their addiction to potato chips has nothing to do with salt, sugar, or potato chips and have everything to do with how they're unfulfilled in their life. Whoa, it's after conversations and going through the curriculum and getting coached by me and my team, they realize that I have misdiagnosed the problem completely. It's just like when that mechanic come out the back and tell you it's going to what you thought was a three hundred dollar problem is going to be a thousand dollar problem. Because once they hook the machine up to the car, they found way more issues than what you thought it was, than what you thought it was. Right. That's what a good coach helps you do. That's why investing in yourself is so valuable, because you can't see your own blind spots. You thought the problem was this. After diagnosis and assessment, we have come to realize that the true problem is you have this sugar addiction. You have this weight issue because of an unresolved emotional issue. And it has nothing to do with me needing to give you a better workout plan. You know how to work out. But the reason you haven't been able to is because you have this emotional blockage. You have this chronic stress in your life. And I need to teach you how to create an exit strategy from that. These are real examples, y'all. This is not theoretical. This just happened in this winter 2022 semester of Farm to Table, right? Our students were like, every single one of our students this past semester in Farm to Table, I am so proud to say every single one of our students rated the program as exceeded their expectations. And over and over again, one of the things we kept hearing is like, I this is not what I expected, right? I really thought we was just about to be talking about meat, dairy, cheese, and plants all day. Lisa, you dug so much deeper into our psyche, into, you know, obedience and what's required to live a life of radical obedience. We talked about stress. We talked about exit strategies. We talked about limiting belief systems. We, I taught, this, taught them this concept of doing versus becoming, and they started really leaning into why do I think the way I think in the first place, right? 
What I thought wasn't available to me is now available to me, but the answer was never in the kitchen. The answer was never in the gym. And so this is how I want you to start approaching your health and every other area in your life. Stop thinking that self-awareness is a qualifier to be a problem solver. It's not. It's not. And this is why I invest in myself so much. Like in the last year, I've literally spent over $50,000 in the last 365 days from today, I've spent over three over 50k investing in myself. Everything from conferences, programs, books, coaches, everything. Because I am so afraid of like like tasting my own Kool-Aid and thinking I know and I and I got it now. You know what I mean? Like I am so afraid of thinking that. You know, I'm so smart. I've been doing this for so long. I'm so experienced that I got it now. I can take it from here. You know, I've, I've done all the professional development and continuing education and um, self-development work that's required to be successful. No, I literally have money dedicated to go towards somebody else's pocket. Like, I'm giving this money to you, coach. I'm giving this money to you. Like, I invest in myself so much because I'm so afraid of having a blind spot. So I don't think that I'm so smart that I've been able to outsmart my own self and that I can self, because I is I more than once I've got proven wrong where I get into a system or I'm talking to a coach or I'm talking to a therapist and I'm like, here's what my problem is. And after working together for so many weeks or or whatever, they're like, that ain't your problem. Here's your true problem based on what you said in session one, based on what you did after session six, based on the results from this assessment I just gave you, based on blah, 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 the feedback that you're telling me, looking at the data in your business, looking at this, here's your real problem. I'd be like, damn, got that wrong. I remember y'all the first day when I hired my therapist, <laughs> I went into her, her office and I told her what my problem was. I sat down in that chair across from her so damn confident. I was like, my issue is, I was like, I'm going to make your job easier. Unlike the rest of your clients, unlike the rest of your patients, Mrs. Therapist, I'm about to make your job so much easier. I'm going to be the easiest client you see every week because I already know my problem. I swear to God, real conversation. So I was like, I went in her office and I'm like, my problem is, right, that I have, you know, this I'm not enough syndrome because my dad wasn't around when I was younger. So as a result of that, I have leaned on accomplishments to prove my worth because after listening to this therapist on YouTube that I love, which is so true, I still love her to this day, <laughs> but I was like, I think I have this issue called I'm not enough syndrome and that's what's wrong with me. She's like, oh, okay, okay, cool, 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 right? So I'm like, I already diagnosed the problem for you mechanic. So you ain't even got to charge me for diagnosis. You know how you go into get your car worked on and they charge you just to look at it. I'm like, you can cut that off the bill, youngin, because I did that part. I've already done a diagnosis. I'm bringing you the problem. Now you can help me solve it, right? And then after so many months, she was like, I've concluded. <laughs> that ain't your problem. Um, you, were always, you were always going to be successful. You were always going to be this. You're not... You know, you're not this way because your dad left, you know, you're or whatever. You were always going to be a, a, you're an overachiever, a high achiever because of this. This is who you are based on 
all of this data that I've gathered over the last couple months. I'm like, oh, whatever. Like, where do I tip you, <laughs> right? So that's the same thing many of us do, many of you guys do. It's just like, I have, but, but, but you don't take it the extra step to invest and to verify what the narrative that you came up with. You literally diagnose your own problem. Like, okay, boom, I got this issue. And then you think the diagnosis of it is a qualifier to solve it, right? And it's typically not. Like, you're typically wrong. And so that's why I always recommend, just like if you were to get a medical diagnosis, just like if you were to get a diagnosis on your vehicle, um, a second opinion is one of the best things you can do for yourself. Here's the problem I think I have in my business. Here's the problem I think I have in my health. Here's the problem I think I have in my finances. Okay, intellect. Okay, genius. Right? Now let's go get a second opinion. Now let's go ask an expert. Like somebody is expertly qualified, right, to diagnose that. Let's see and let's have them look at the same metrics and data that you looked at. And see if they come to the same conclusion. That's what a really smart scientist does. A smart scientist comes up with a theory and then goes into the lab to prove and or disprove his or her theory. That's why it's called a hypothesis. A hypothesis doesn't become law until it's been proven in a scientific lab through testing multiple times. We test, we get the result. If we test again, do we get the same result? Yes, it turns out our hypothesis was correct. You did have a sugar issue and all we had to do was do this in the kitchen. Or we test and your hypothesis is wrong. The, your sugar is not the issue out of weight on your body. It's because you haven't got over the grief or the loss of a parent. You haven't got over your, your suffering and your nine to five and we got to create an exit strategy from that. You're unhappy and unfulfilled. That's why you have a sugar or potato chip issue. You thought you just needed a healthier potato chip. So it's all of this misdiagnosing of the problem because you're so damn genius that is the issue okay so I think we got number one out of the way I think I drove my point home let me do the second one real quick so the first main reason why investing in yourself is so difficult is because you think self-awareness of a problem is a qualification to solve it okay even though you might be diagnosing in the, from the, from jump second and final main reason why investing in yourself is so difficult is because you don't view yourself as an asset or an investment vehicle, okay? The main reason why investing in yourself is so difficult, right? Like you might reach out to a coach, you might research a program or whatever it is, and you see the price and you automatically decide you can't do it, you can't afford it, it's not worth it, whatever. And the reason you come to that conclusion is because you don't view yourself as an asset or an investment vehicle. So let me talk about, let me describe and define what an asset or an investment vehicle is. Let's, let's use investment vehicle. Investment vehicles are assets, okay? So an investment vehicle is something that you literally invest money into in hopes of a return on that investment later, okay? So what's not an investment vehicle? A car is not an investment vehicle. Clothes, shoes, um, the baddest wig, it's not an investment vehicle, okay? Um, getting your nails done, getting a massage, you know, self-care, um, you know, it, it could. And I, when I say in a return on your investment here, I'm talking about money, I'm talking about tangible. We know that relaxing or going to the spa, you get a return on your investment. Sure, sure, sure. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about 
bread, money, cho, cabbage, cheddar, cheese. Okay. All right. So an investment vehicle is something that you invest money into in hopes of getting a return on your investment. So there are some really common investment vehicles that all of us have heard of. For example, the stock market. Right. A huge investment vehicle that millions of people have profited off of for years. Right. So you literally pick a stock. Right. You might see what Elon Musk doing this week. He's about to drop the new Tesla. He's about to fly out to space. Let me drop some bands on Tesla because his stock about to go up. Oh, I see that Beyond Meat just dropped a new burger, just dropped some new grounds. They just dropped a new beef jerky, a new plant based meat jerky, should I say. Um, and so you see Beyond Meat dropping these new product lines, and that makes you feel confident in the ability of that company to make more money. So you you buy some Beyond Meat stock, right? You see, you know that um, you know some new athlete just got endorsed by Nike, and so you know that people about to run out and buy his um, Nike branded line of clothing or shoes. So you invest, you drop some bands on Nike, right? So you see, um, you hear about Pfizer and all of these other pharmaceutical companies coming up with, you know, these vaccines and all of these other ways to treat COVID. And, you know, people, um, because we live in a fear based society, are about to run out and get, you know, the vaccines, get the boosters, invest in, you know, whatever medications they come out with to combat COVID. So what you do, you drop some bands on Pfizer. Those are investment vehicles, right? Pfizer, Nike, Tesla, Facebook, right? These are all companies, public companies, where you can go out and buy shares of their stock or, you know, um, partial shares of their stock, and you can make money when they make money. That's an investment vehicle, okay? What's another investment vehicle? Um, another investment vehicle is really common that you guys know of is real estate, for example, right? You, there's a bunch of ways to make money in real estate. You can do fix and flip. You can do long-term buy and hold. You can become a, a landlord. Um, you know, there's, uh, you can become a broker. You can do wholesaling. So, but you know, you can buy property. You can buy buildings, whether it be residential or commercial, and you can either sell it to the highest bidder, um, or you can put a tenant in those properties and make money, right? So you're like buying this property as an investment vehicle. What's another investment vehicle? Um, investing in businesses, investing in, you know, if you're a uh, venture fund capitalist, maybe you seed money into startups because you feel like they're onto something, they're about to solve a real problem in the world. Um, and you see like they're, they're going to make money. So you might give them some seed money. You might give them thousands of dollars to invest in their company because when they start making money, you're going to start making money. Right. So that's investing in businesses is an investment vehicle. Investing in real estate is an investment vehicle. Investing in the stock market is an investment vehicle. The second main reason why you don't invest in yourself is because you don't see yourself as an investment vehicle. OK. I remember one of my favorite movies used to be. Um, <laughs> Uh, Passenger 57 with Wesley Snipes, all right? And it's this, it's this scene in Passenger 57. 
it's like at the height of the movie when like stuff is getting good and juicy and heated and like um Wesley is on the phone with the bad guy and I think they were talking about um gambling or something like that or just like uh what's that what's that game at the casino where you roll the dice and you bet on black or red whatever game that is at the casino but anyway it was this dope ass scene dope ass moment in a movie where Wesley is on the phone with the bad guy and he's like always bet on black <laughs> and hang up right and I never forget that scene right because I'm always thinking about like black people and so I remember Wesley Snipes in that movie you know just going like I guess the, the bad guy had threatened him like this gonna happen if you don't do what you say what I say and Wesley is like nah fam you know what I mean like always bet on black and hang up and that's how I want you to think about yourself <laughs> okay I want you to always bet on you I want you to always bet on you. Let me tell you something about investment vehicles. Part of the reason people are, you know, um, afraid oftentimes to invest money into the stock market, you know, invest into real estate, maybe even invest into a coaching program or a coach or whatever, is because they're they're not given a hundred percent guarantee that they're going to make their money back, let alone that their money is going to be multiplied, um, and so there's a chance of loss there like there's a chance that you can lose your money like it's very true like you can see all these great headlines about what Elon Musk is doing but then he could do something crazy and the stock could drop you know you you just like drop 5000 on some Tesla stock and then next week he do something crazy and the stock drop right um you can invest all this money into Nike into Beyond Me into Facebook and then you know you look up and Mark Zuckerberg is, uh, you know, being subpoenaed by the federal government and he's in congressional hearings trying to explain some crap that Facebook done did to violate our our privacy rights. Right. And so now Facebook stock is dropping and you're literally checking your investment account every day and see your money going like you invested five thousand a month ago. And it's a month later and you down to three K, you, you down two bands. All right. And so the reason people don't invest in investment vehicles is out of fear. It's literally out of fear of not being getting a guarantee that you're going to make your money back, let alone a guarantee that that money is going to be multiplied when it comes back. But here's the thing about investing in yourself and seeing yourself as an investment vehicle. When I, there is zero doubt in my mind. There is a hundred percent, I'm sorry, there is a hundred and twenty percent guarantee that when I invest in myself, I'm going to get my money back. I'm not going to just get my money back. I am going to double, triple, quadruple, 10x my money. Why? Because I always bet on black. I always bet on me. You are the most profitable and guaranteed investment vehicle that could ever exist. Listen, I own property and I'm an entrepreneur. Like, and I invest in the stock market. They say those are the top three um, ways to acquire wealth in this country. So I made it my mission to do all three, right? I invest in the stock market, I own real estate, and I'm an entrepreneur. However, that fourth one that they ain't talking about that I need to highlight for some of y'all is yourself. That every time I invest money in myself, I have zero doubt that I'm going to make a return on my investment. It can be something as small as a $12 book I order on Amazon. 
Like I, there's a book I just ordered on Amazon about the brain. I've been really studying the brain a lot in the last several months, about maybe the last year or so, right? I've been really studying neurology and studying the brain, okay? And it's a book. I was just listening to this um, neurologist and, you know, I was listening to one of his interviews on a podcast that I listened to and I was really um, intrigued. I was really impressed by the information he was giving out and I was, I really enjoyed it. So he talked about, he had a new book that was about to drop at the end of March and I'm like, you sold me, bruh. So I went to Amazon, 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 and I pre-ordered his book, right? And it just arrived like last week, a couple days ago. And I've already started reading the book, okay? Now, I know what my plans are for the future. I know why I'm reading this book, and I know my intention of what I plan to do for, with the information that I learned from it. It's a, this book is an investment vehicle. It was only like 12 bucks, I think. 12, between 12 and 19 bucks. But this book is an investment vehicle. I invested in myself. I invested in some continuing education vis-a-vis a book. And I'm going to read it. I'm going to absorb that knowledge and I'm going to flip it into something. The 12 bucks that I spent on this book on Amazon is about to bring me bands. I promise you it is. Because I'm going to pair that with a whole bunch of other books and a whole bunch of other stuff that I'm doing to master what I'm trying to master. And I'm about to flip it into bands. I'm betting on me. Like this $12 investment into myself is about to be a game changer. The over 50K that I've invested in the last year in programs, conferences, coaches, continuing education and everything, I've already made a boatload of that money back. Why? Because you are the number one, you, you not, not only, not the number one, you are the only investment vehicle that can guarantee a hundred percent plus return. The only one. You cannot guarantee what, what Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk, Nike, Beyond Meat, Impossible Foods, you can't guarantee what they're going to do. When you buy their stock to their companies, you are, you are taking a chance. You are, in, you, are, you are hoping for the best, right? When you buy real estate in that up-and-coming neighborhood, you're hoping for the best. Listen, when I bought my property, I, was, um, I went to the closing and um, my, my, my agent came in, my real estate agent came in and we're, you know, we're going through the process of signing all the papers, signing all the papers, closing, close. I wasn't even, I don't know why I wasn't that excited. It was just like a thing. I'm like, okay, cool. That's what's up. That's what's up. What else I need to know? Like, I'm just so locked in on everything I need to know and blah, blah, blah. And so the lady that was helping us close, she stepped out the room for a minute. And so it was just me and my real estate agent in the room. And she was like, um... Man, I'm so proud of you. And I'm like, so so she is a friend of my mom's. My real estate agent is a friend of my mom's, and she so she knows my mom. So I, I my mom recommended her to me, right? So she's not like a perfect stranger, anybody I thought found on, online. She knows my mom personally. And so, you know, a little more of an intimate relationship there. And so she was telling me, she's like, I'm so proud of you. And I'm like, what? She was like, you don't know what you're doing. And I'm like, what? And she's like, you just invested in luxury real estate. And I'm like, luxury? She's like, yes, the, prop, the location of your property and the price point of your property is classified as luxury prime real estate. And I'm like, really? When I say I had no idea, and I'm like, really? She's like, yes. She was like, 
your age, the fact what you're doing, the fact that you can afford this, the fact that you're bringing this much money to the table, the fact that you know the location of your property, like the you like like the appreciation value of, of the property that you're buying is like good. Like this is a good investment, is basically what she was saying. I'm like, well, we should have had this conversation a long time. I'm signing on, even if it wasn't, you got me signing on the dotted line. But anyway, but she told me in that moment. That's the moment I got proud. Not the fact that I was buying property, but that's the moment I got proud when she told me that the property that I was buying was prime, that it was prime real estate, that it was luxury, that it was something to be really proud of, that there's a small percentage of people in this particular ecosystem who could afford to do what I was doing, like in where I was doing it and all that stuff. And I was like, I had no idea. I was like, really? She's like, yes. And it was in that moment I got really proud because partly because I was investing in an investment vehicle that she was telling me is almost guaranteed to bring returns. Right. Because, again, every time you invest in an asset or an investment vehicle, you're taking the chance. Like I could have signed on the dotted line and literally the next day the property value dropped for some, you know, reason or over the next year, the property value could drop. But she's telling me like, no, are you good? Like this is solid. This is a solid investment. And I'm like, okay, that's what's up. <laughs> then I decided to go celebrate. I'm like, bet, 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 bet. Actually, I haven't really celebrated yet. Me and my best friend, we're going to celebrate this Friday. She literally hit me up. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I was like, why haven't we celebrated the fact that she involves property yet? I'm like, yeah, it ain't no big deal. She's like, no, she's like putting her foot down. Like we are celebrating this. I'm like, okay. Right. But it's really something to be proud of. Apparently, like I invested in an investment vehicle and it's like, it's a big deal and it's, and it's going to guarantee a return according to the experts, right? The real estate agents or whatever. Same thing you know, with my business, like I am, I invest in my business. My, my business is not just an extension of who I am. I work in my business. Yes. I own the company. Yes. I started the company, but every piece of money that I put into my business is in hopes of getting a return on that investment. Like investing in my business coach is an investment into myself and the business, right? In hopes that, that all of the money that I'm spending on coaching is going to give me a return. Well, I need you guys to look at yourself as an investment vehicle. I want you to say, I, Lisa A. Smith, I, say your name, isn't an investment vehicle. And that's part of the reason why you don't invest in yourself is because you can't see how you're going to produce a return on your investment. And the reason you can't see how you can produce on a return on your investment is because you don't see yourself as an asset. And maybe the reason you don't see yourself as an asset is because of maybe your historical behavior. Maybe, you know, in the past you haven't had the best results and you don't trust yourself. Maybe you're not a chronic finisher. You're only a chronic starter. And so you don't see yourself as an asset or an investment vehicle. But you are literally, you are literally the only investment vehicle on the planet that can guarantee a return. Everything else is a risk. Everything else is a risk. You invest in fine art. I talked about fine art during my last um, live where I talked about me looking into investing in fine art. I may or may not get a return on that if I invest in these fine art pieces, right? Like, yeah, I can, I can like believe everything everybody says about Warhol. I can believe everything everybody says about Basquiat, about Picasso, but I don't know if this particular piece that just came on the market is going to produce 
I don't know if I put these bands into this to this artwork that don't mean much to me when I look at it, but apparently a lot of people think it's worth millions, right? But it's not guaranteed, but I'm guaranteed. You're guaranteed. So if you, if you, whether it's from buying a book all the way to paying thousands for a coach, you have to start seeing yourself as an investment vehicle, as the one true investment vehicle that can guarantee and produce a return on those thousands or on that $12, you have to be able to see yourself as that. But let me tell you what, what makes me a guarantee. Because some of you have done this. You have went the extra step to invest in yourself. You're like, no, Lisa, I kind of have a track record of spending the money. Like, I will, you know, go to the conferences. I will buy the products and services. I will get the coach or whatever it is. And you're just like, but I'm still afraid because I don't, I haven't, been able to see in the past how it's paid off. Let me tell you the final part to this equation, okay? Just investing the money into yourself is not enough. And this is where so many educated, smart people drop the ball. Investment is not just money. Investment is three other things that most people do not designate. Like you might look at the cost of me, for example, to be your coach. You might look at the cost of, you know, a program or something. You might look at the cost of a financial advisor, you know, or a stock market advisor or a real estate broker to help you shop for properties, right? But there's the other part of that investment that has to come into play in order for you to get that return that we're talking about is time, energy, and attention. The reason I always bet on black. The reason I always know that I'm going to get a return on my investment because I developed mastery around not only designating the money, but I also designate the time, energy, and attention to that investment that's required in order to make it work for me. You ever like um, be a part, I remember when I used to have a nine to five, I think the very last job I had working for somebody else. Um... I had like a 401k or whatever, right? And so when I left that job, that's when I found out that your 401k can come can come with you, right? And I'm like, oh snap, you know, it like roll, you it's a rollover IRA account, okay? Um, and so at my I, I rolled over my 401k, and so now it's just mine, right? But when the 401k was with the company, and when they were just taking money out of my paycheck, putting it into the 401k. What I didn't know at the time as an employee, like I was so proud of having a 401k, right? Like most uh, people are like, okay, that's me putting money away for my future, for my retirement, for my later or senior years, right? What I learned later, it wasn't until I took that 401k from that company and I became the, you know, the sole purveyor of that 401k account. I had no idea that they were investing my 401k money into the stock market for me. I thought a 401k meant like I I have money taken out of my paycheck. It goes into the 401k. My company matches, right? Well, a lot of us have work for companies who will match your investment into your IRA account, to your retirement account. And so I thought that was all that was happening. Like that's how my 401k built up. I thought that, I invest money into the 401k as an employee of this company and the company, because they're so good and great people, they match my investment. A lot of you work for companies who will match your 
uh, 401k investment up to a certain percentage, right? I had no damn idea that when I left that company and I got the letter in the mail saying, you know, you got this 401k account, what do you want to do? Do you want to roll it over? Blah, blah, blah. When I rolled it over, now I have a direct relationship with Fidelity, with Fidelity Investments. And I'm getting these um, statements in the mail. I think I was getting them when I was working for the company too, but I wasn't paying attention. I was getting these statements in the mail telling me what my 401k money did this quarter. I'm getting like these quarterly reports. And I'm like, and and it's showing me on the statement all of the funds that my money, the ETFs, the electronically traded funds that my 401k money is invested into. I had no idea that when I was putting money into my 401k, there was a third party on the other side investing my money into the stock market. There was a third party on the other side deciding on my behalf what funds my damn hard-earned money should go into. Wait a minute now. So what happens when you become the steward of that investment account, of that 401k account, when you take it with you when you leave the company, if you're now looking at the statements like I was, and you're like, and you call, and you say, do I have a say? Do I have a choice in what investment accounts my money goes into? And they like, yeah, we just took the liberty to choose for you because most people don't know what to invest into. They're afraid of the stock market. They're not sure, right? They, so they rely on us to invest for them. And I'm like, no, nah, fam, absolutely not. I got this. How do I create an account? So I go online, set up the Fidelity account, right? This was years ago. And I'm looking at the amount of money that's in the account. And now I'm like, and I'm looking at what they've invested into. And I'm looking at the performance of those funds over the last couple of years. And I'm like, okay, now I want to say in what my retirement money is going to be invested into. This is the second part of that investment. I was already investing money. I want y'all to catch this. All right, because some of you do have enough wits about yourself to invest the money. Okay, so I'm going somewhere with this analogy. I have been investing the money into this 401k for years, but it wasn't until I invested the time, energy, and attention to this investment vehicle that I was able to take complete control of it to maybe increase the probability that I would get a return. So it wasn't until I set up that Fidelity account, till I went in and looked at and made and chose my own stocks and funds to invest into that the account really took off, where I really started seeing a quarter over quarter return on my investment. Because now did I, I'm not, I didn't just invest the money into the account. I'm now the steward of the account as opposed to my, uh, my, my job being the steward of the account. And now I'm investing the time, energy, and attention into stewarding this money into the proper investments that's going to provide me a return. When you invest in yourself, you have to do the same thing. I historically, now I try and vet our students better, but I have had students take my program in the past. They enroll in Farm to Table. I've been teaching Farm to Table for years. They invest the money, but they never designate the time, energy, and attention 
They never think about the energetic capacity that's required to get the biggest return out of this investment. This is why it's so difficult for you to probably invest in yourself because maybe in the past, you do have a track record of investing the money. Maybe you are enlightened and woke enough to know that you know you have to invest in yourself to go far in this world. And you have a track record of investing the money. But what you don't have a track record of doing is investing the time, energy, and attention to that investment vehicle to ensure you get the biggest and baddest return you can out of that investment. So this is where I want you to stop and assess. Because it's impossible, typically, to do what you want to do at a high level, whether that's grow your business, whether that's get to a place of optimal health, whether that's um, heal from trauma, it more than likely is going to require a third party. I promise you. You can only take yourself so far. Why? Because you ain't go to school for that. You didn't. You, you went to school for accounting. Okay? Stop trying to counsel and therapy, therapy yourself through your own childhood trauma. You ain't go to school for that. You, you, you're not qualified, but I get it. You do some things and you get some results slightly on your own, right? I get it. Like, but I read all the nutrition books. I'm the one who put hours into studying nutrition science, anatomy, psychosocial behavior change. Like, just trust me. Like, you didn't go to school. Just like I trust my business coach. She's the one who's been studying this stuff for years. Here I am. Like a first generation entrepreneur in my family and think I'm about to build a multi-million dollar business on my own. Girl, bye. I, I can definitely build a five-figure business on my own. I can even get to a six-figure business on my own. But if I'm trying to get to a seven and eight-figure business, I need to bring in a third party. I had to admit that. Right. And the same thing goes for you. You can lose 10 pounds on your own. No, you sweet at losing 10. No, no, no. You fire when it comes to losing them 10. Oh, nobody going to tell you how to lose like vacation coming up, baby. I'm about to drop these 10 pounds, baby. Right. But you ain't sweet at losing 60 and you ain't got no experience in keeping it off. You see what I'm saying? Like you only qualified to a certain level, but you ain't go to school for this. You ain't been studying this. You ain't got a whole track record in receipts of getting this result for other people. You ain't qualified. And so what happens is, what happens is you think that because you can self-diagnose the problem, because maybe you've, you know, done it before, um, maybe you around people who look like they got a little results, or you've had some small success that you think you can just DIY the whole damn journey. You can't DIY the whole journey. Like, boo-boo, this your exit. <laughs> you drove this far. Ain't no more gas left in the tank. You have no idea what to do at this point. People ain't buying your products or services no more. They ain't clicking a link in your bio. They ain't sliding in your DMs. You getting clients that asking you questions you don't know how to answer. You at the gym can't figure out how to use the damn equipment. Your shoulders hurt every time you try and lift a weight because you ain't got proper form. You ain't no personal trainer. Get a trainer. You don't know how to do this. You don't know how to train yourself without getting hurt. This is your exit. Like you got this far. Like you paid for the membership. You bought the clothes. You know how to use the treadmill. But you damn sure don't know how to. You don't know how to get under the Smith machine. You don't know how to do deadlifts. You feel me? You don't know what the hell to do with them free weights. 
You ain't qualified. Like this is your exit. You have to invest now to go to the next level. And this is why so many of us are stuck. This is why so many of our business stay mom and pop businesses. You know, this is why our health never becomes a complete asset and stays a liability for so long. You you so unqualified that you don't normalize taking a pill. Like I'm only on one medication. I'm only on a small dosage of this for my blood pressure. I'm only got to take an ibuprofen for this, like my stomach hurt. I only got to take the antacid, the lactate when I eat the milk. You ain't qualified. You ain't even smart enough to know you weren't never supposed to be sick. You just, you, you, you think you know everything. You're not qualified. So invest in yourself. But when you invest in yourself, you have to designate the time, energy, and attention into that investment vehicle. Who is the investment vehicle? You. You're the vehicle in which you're investing into. But in order to get a return on your investment, you got to lean into the process. Like when you come into Farm to Table, when you come into other 23 plan-based coaching certification, let me tell you right now, the money, the transaction, when you get that receipt in your invoice, that is only the beginning of this process. You've only made the first investment that's required to take you to the finish line. The next three investments are called time, energy, and attention. Attention, show up to the coaching sessions. Attention, get into your student portal, watch the, watch the modules, do the homework, right? Time, carve out the time to be here and be fully present. Not I'm available at this time, but I'm talking about I'm up and energized at this time, right? energetic capacity. I'm I literally am fully present in this moment. I'm not running late trying to get here because it's another thing on my calendar. I'm not rushing off early because I didn't designate the time properly, but I'm fully present. Like I'm open and ready for change and to execute. When you invested the money, that was not enough to guarantee you the results and the return that you're looking for. Investment is way more than just the money. Is the time, the energetic designate, designation, and the full present attention into the process so that you can execute. Because when you invest on the level in which I invest, thousands of dollars, you know, hundreds of dollars, whatever. Like when I bought the book from Amazon, $12, I don't give a damn. When I bought the book from Amazon, right, when Amazon sent me my confirmation email, told me when I can expect my delivery, that, I didn't all of a sudden become an expert on neurology in the brain. I literally had to get the book, sit down, designate the time and the attention to read the thing, take the notes that was required, revisit the information to develop a level of mastery. Investment requires T, honey, T-E-A, time, energy, and attention. You, the, you think the money is the beginning and the end all. No, when you hire the trainer, when you hire the coach, you got to go to the sessions. You got to be here. You got to do the work. When you invest in Farm and Table, we about to get to work. Like, I'm about to snatch everything you thought you knew and replace it with the truth. Like, we about to get to work. And so, you don't invest in yourself because, one, you're too damn self-aware. And you think self-awareness is a qualifier to solve the problem. Or two, you don't see yourself as an investment vehicle. You don't trust yourself to give yourself a return on your investment, typically and probably because you have a historical, crappy track record with doing so. So hopefully I cleared that up for you in that investing the money is one thing, but now you got to read the book. 
Now you got to get into the portal and do the work. Now you got to show up to the coaching sessions or like my coaches are doing in the other 23 right now. Now you got to be vulnerable and admit where you're stuck. Admit where you're having some fears. Admit where, you know, you are self-conscious. Admit where you're scared. Right. Like this is like when I got into therapy, I couldn't just like pay for the therapist and never come back. I couldn't pay for the therapist, show up and not listen and do the homework assignments. Like my therapist will say, before I see you again next week, here's what I need you to do. Damn it. Getting over this abandonment issue. Take way more. I thought me just paying you the money was enough. No, ma'am. You got to do the work. You got to shed some tears. You got to do that. You got to unpack this. I I need you to maybe write him a letter. I need you to like, you got to do it. Like this is the healing process, right? This is the health restoration process. This is the get out of debt and step into abundance process. This, you're an investment vehicle, but the investment is going to cost you more than money. It's going, to, it's going to cost you tea, time, energy, and attention. And that's probably the component that you've been missing when you've invest, invested historically. So I need you guys to correct whatever part of your process is broken and get to work and stop thinking that you are so qualified because you've been smart enough to assess your situation and think you know the problem without even getting a second opinion. Investing in yourself is the only investment vehicle. It's the only asset that guarantees 100% return on the investment if you do the entire investment process of time, energy, and attention as well. I promise you, all the money that I done dropped in the last year on investing in myself, man, it's, it's one payment about to come out this Friday for $4,100 for finally this last payment uh, for this investment I made that I'm about to do in May. Like, I'm like, this thing done cost me 10 bands. Like, I'm, when I say I'm about to show up to this sucker front row early, like with tea, I ain't, I ain't eat nothing bad. Like I'm gonna be well rested. Like I invested ten bands to be here. Like I'm straight up. Like I'm straight up about to soak every nugget <laughs> out of these events because I don't put out so much, right? And so I'm committed to getting a return on my investment. Like it's no doubt about it. So that's what's required. But investment in yourself is a non-negotiable. Like if you think you can keep DIYing everything that's not going right in your life, that's why everything ain't going right. You can't DIY every damn thing. DIY is only going to get you so far. And you probably know that by now. Like doing it yourself is not a sustainable, it's not a sustainable strategy. Doing it yourself is not a sustainable strategy. Maybe if you got some home projects and you don't want to pay somebody to paint the whole living room and bedroom because you didn't like the, the, the quote they gave you. Okay, do it yourself. Paint the house. Just know when you peel that tape back, tape back your unqualified self, it's going to be a little bleeding onto that white wall. <laughs> I didn't hang this wallpaper myself. I'll be damned. Listen, when I went and got, <laughs> I, the only thing I did for myself for this here wallpaper is I trusted myself enough to get the measuring tape. Because when I made my appointment with the wallpaper company, they said they need the measuring, the measurements of the wall. I did two things. I, I went on the website and picked out the pattern I want, wanted. So I, I, I trusted myself to know what I liked. <laughs> okay. And then when I booked the appointment, 
They said, when you come in, we need to know the measurements of the wall. Now, I ain't never measured a, a wall, okay? Jesus was a carpenter, not Lisa, okay? I ain't never measured a wall. But I trusted myself. I said, you know what? I, got, I think I got measuring tape around here left over from some. I think my dad left a measuring tape over. I ain't even bought a measuring tape, fam. I just happened to have it, okay? I said, I think I got this. I took the measuring tape, took it across the wall. Thank God that went right. Because when, when a guy came to install the wallpaper, it fit perfectly. Ain't no lumps in my wall. It's smooth as eggs. It's, it's boom, right? I invested in this. Like, I love, but could I have hung it? Because they told me at the wallpaper place, they said, you gave us the measurements. You picked out your pattern. You could totally, we can give you the rolls of blah, 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 and you could do it yourself. I said, shut up. Like, I thought they was joking. Like, bruh, just tell me how much it's going to cost for an installation, what the hell? I know I ain't qualified. Not only am I not qualified, I'm not interested. I ain't even interested in figuring this out. Like, think about your problems. Maybe you think you somewhat qualified, but are you even interested in figuring out how it works? Wouldn't it be so much sweeter for somebody to just tell you? That's how I said, only, the only final step I want to do after measuring this wall and picking out my pattern is pick out a day on my calendar where I know I'm going to be home to let you in. Okay, I had two walls, this one in my office and the one in my bedroom. I said, I, I'm going to do my part and make sure ain't no furniture in your way. Make sure, you know, it, everything is done. Ain't, ain't nothing else hung up on the wall, ain't no pictures. But I invested. Like, I'm not, how dare you offer me to install this wallpaper? My, I almost walked out the building. I, I got better. I help people lose weight for a living. Like, I help people reverse high cholesterol for a living. You offer me the, the the choice to hang my own wallpaper. That's how I need some of y'all to look at your problems. Like I ain't qualified to do this. Like who you talking to? Like I'm not. Like y'all yeah, went through the childhood trauma, but I ain't no therapist. I do taxes for a living. I'm not about to try and figure out my own psyche. If you don't go sit your tail down in front of a therapist, in front of a grief counselor, like why are you trying to figure this out yourself with your disqualified self? You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. So listen, y'all got to invest in yourself. I got to get out of here. I don't call these people and see if I can get a, a, a early check-in. They told me yes, and I ain't even there yet. So I got to get out of here. But listen, I hope that makes sense. I hope that makes sense. Like those are the two main reasons you do not invest in yourself. You miss out. You you diagnose the problem, which typically turns out to be a misdiagnosis, and you think that diagnosis makes you qualified to solve it. Or number two. Honey, you don't even see yourself as an investment vehicle. You don't even realize that you are the only asset in your life that can guarantee, can guarantee a 10x return on your investment. You are the only one. Like imagine what you could do if you're a health professional and you invested in my certification, the other 23, to get certified in plant-based nutrition and coaching. And you look at that and you say, oh, I'm about to kill the game. I'm about to be a physician, a nurse a coach who has added the qualification of mastery of plant-based nutrition onto my portfolio. Think about how you can increase your prices. Think about how you can get your clients or your patients much better results because of this investment you made into understanding plant-based nutrition better. Think about how if you sweet with it, how you can literally flip that and make 10 times the money back that you invested into getting certified. Y'all know this. This is why y'all get certifications and continuing education. 
It's the same thing. Imagine the asset that you would be if you were free of that excess weight. Imagine the asset that you would be if you didn't wake up with medications every day, if you weren't tired all the damn time. Imagine the asset you would be if you didn't have stomach issues every time you ate and had to find a bathroom. Imagine the asset you would be if you didn't have to constantly go to doctor's appointments to get your blood sugar checked, your blood pressure checked, your cholesterol checked, your triglycerides checked, your blood drawn. Imagine the asset you would be if you didn't have to get that stent put in your heart. Imagine the asset you would be if you didn't have to invest in medications month over month. Imagine the asset you would be if you invested in a health coach who helped you get rid of all those health issues so now you can travel the way you want to. You can spend time with your kids and your grandkids the way you want to. You can pour in your business the way you want to. Imagine the asset you would be if you literally had the physical energy to get through your day and you weren't dropping dead from exhaustion by 4 p.m. Because now you're eating right. Because now you're not overweight. Because now you don't have pre-existing prescription drugs draining you. Yeah, that's one of the side, side effects of a lot of drugs. Fatigue. Imagine the asset you would be and you telling me when I interview with Farm the Table that the only thing that could get in your way is you, you tripping. You got me messed up. I'm out of here, y'all. I got to go. Listen, if you ready to take that investment and make yourself right the most guaranteed asset there is, I need you to go to LisaAngelSmith.com forward slash work with me. And enroll or apply, should I say, the enrollment is up to me and you during our suitability interview, but I want you to apply for Farm to Table plant-based coaching program. Our next semester starts on Tuesday, April 26th, goes through Tuesday, June 28th. Our fall semester is kicking off on October 1st. Um, and then if you're a health professional who wants to master plant-based nutrition in order to pour into your clients and patients um, and increase your own personal earning potential, um, then you want to apply for the other 23 plant-based coaching and uh, plant-based nutrition and coaching certification. LisaAngelSmith.com forward slash work with me. Thank you. Why not? She said, help us, Lord. Amen. Amen. She said, you keep it real and true. You know, I do. You know, I do. Uh, Michelle has said, I need a confirmation on a business venture and you just gave it to me. Let's go. When I'm bet on me, I always win. Come on now. Michelle always bet on black. You hear me? Um, so I, I love y'all. I don't see any more comments on Insta. See any more comments on Facebook. So I hope this made sense. As I said in the beginning of this, if you missed part of this talk and you feel like you came in on the tail end where you needed to hear something today, uh, just follow me on the Black Health Academy podcast. Or of course, you can watch the replay on Instagram or Facebook. But if you just want to like listen to the audio while you're working out or something like that, then I typically post these replays on my podcast platform. So that's the Black Health Academy podcast. Look for that on Apple Podcasts. Look for that on SoundCloud. Um, subscribe. I drop a new episode every Wednesday and a 60-second tip of the week every Friday. And that's going to be the best place to get these nuggets in your ear, okay? Because I like to bring the fa-fa-fa. Um, and we have a good time here as we kind of assess. We just like, this is just our group assessment of ourselves, deciding where we need to pivot in our journey um, to really have some significant impact and significant results. So I hope that was helpful for you guys today. Do me a huge favor. Um, and if you're watching this or if I said something that resonated with you, give it some hearts, give it some love, um, share it or send it to somebody who needs to hear it. Maybe bookmark it and come back and listen to it later. Um, when you find, when you find yourself in that gray area in that place of fear, where you're afraid of coming off that money to invest in yourself, or you're not trusting yourself to really execute, you know, just come back here or shoot me a DM and let's 
talk about it and let's talk about what's required to go to the next level. Because we done with mom and pop businesses in 2022, okay? We about to start having some real sustainable, long-term companies that we can pass down to our children so that we can really be economically independent for the culture. All right, y'all. All right. Until next time, take care.